Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. I'm here to help you find the answers to the most frequently asked questions from my clients about self-directed retirement accounts. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of AdMail. Today's episode, I'm going to address three questions that I was not able to address on my recent webinar involving year-end retirement and tax planning tools. So I got lots of really, really, really good questions from the webinar. If you want to check out the webinar because you missed it, check it out on YouTube. Uh, there's a link um, right here. You should be able to just click on the link right now. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to this um, through Spotify or Apple or SoundCloud, you can go to our YouTube page at IRA Financial and check it out. It's about an hour long presentation. It goes through a lot of important tax planning, retirement tips. It also addresses a number of really hidden gold nugget provisions in the CARES Act. Uh, some that can really help you save some money, like net operating losses, bonus depreciation, um, things like that, that you, you may not be aware of. So it's just something uh, that would help you when you're following your return or in the last few weeks of 2020, you know, kind of uh, do some tax planning to get you some extra deductions. So um, again, thanks for the um, four or 500 people that were on the um, on, on, on the webinar. Uh, we had almost a thousand people sign up. So uh, thank you, everyone, for your interest. So the first question uh, is from Joseph Z of Midland, Texas. And Joseph wants to ask me, he says, Hi, Adam. Thanks for doing the year-end webinar. Well, you're welcome. If I work full-time and participate in my employer's 401k plan, can I still do a Roth IRA to buy Bitcoin? Well, <laughs> obviously, everyone's like crazy Bitcoin now, right? It's just past 20000 uh, actually, as of December 17th, it's over 23,000. So everyone's going a little crypto bananas. Um, so to answer your question, Joseph, if you have access to a 401k plan at your job, you're likely not going to be able to buy Bitcoin in it just because of the fiduciary risk to the trustee. So yes, you can open up an IRA. The question is, can it be a pre-tax or Roth IRA? So for the Roth IRA rules, if you file married if you're married and file jointly and you make less than 206,000, you can do a Roth IRA. If you're single, file single. You can, if you make less than 139,000, you can do a Roth IRA. And if you make more than those two figures, you can also do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA, where you simply open an IRA after tax and then just immediately convert it to Roth. Won't be no pay tax, obviously, on, on the, the amount you convert, but then it's in Roth. And the one thing to keep in mind is if you have other pre-tax IRAs at other institutions, uh, for example, the amount you convert, all of it may not be able to go to Roth because there's a pro formula. Meaning, let's say you had another IRA worth $6,000 and you're converting 6,000 now, only 50% of what you're moving to the new Roth would be deemed Roth because there's a pro rata formula. So just something to keep in mind. If you have no other pre-tax IRAs, yeah, you can convert to Roth. You can then use our Gemini platform. Bang, you can buy Bitcoin on the Gemini platform and hold it in your Roth IRA, sell it tax-free. So long as you're 59 and a half, Roth's been open five years, all your Bitcoin uh, gains, hopefully there's a lot of them for all of us, uh, will be tax-free. So uh, thanks for the question, Joseph. 
Um, really appreciate it. Second question is from Vivian V. in Miami, Florida. And uh, Vivian said, great webinar. Thanks so much, Adam. I want to take an in-kind distribution of an apartment I own in my 401k. Can you just go through the procedure? So, yeah, absolutely, Vivian. Um, and actually remember the conversation uh, a little bit uh we discussed kind of this issue. So obviously you need to get a value, right? You're going to want to get the, the apartment uh, appraised because the conversion tax is based off the value of the apartment. So once you get a, an independent value of the apartment, um, you'll quick claim it. So you'll move it from the 401k to your personal name. You will then 1099 that amount in January. We can help you do that. Uh, we, we have the capacity for all our clients to do 1099s. Uh, if you're in an IRA, don't worry, the trust company will do that for you anyways. But if you have a 401k and you're part of our annual compliance service, which is another good reason to be part of it, it's only $199 a year, um, we'll take care of it for you and file the uh, 1099 to um, indicate the amount you converted. And then you will then simply pay tax, add that amount on to your 1040, onto the other income you earn during the year, and you'll pay tax on the aggregate amount. One thing to keep in mind, Vivian, if you can, you could, you have two options. You could do it this year in 2020. And if you satisfy the CARES Act $100,000 distribution, you can pull 100000 out if there's any cash in your 401k and have three years to put it back in tax-free, penalty-free. Or it seems like you're actually converting an in-kind asset in a liquid asset. What that means is if you do this in January, let's say, you'll then buy yourself extra months to pay that back, right? If you convert this in January 2021, you don't have to pay tax till April 15, 2022. Whereas if you convert it December 2020, you got to pay tax in, in a bunch of months, right? April 15, 2021. So just a timing um, issue could end up saving you, um, you know, cash flow issues and, and may make your uh, life a little bit easier if you have some more time to pay the tax on the in-kind uh, distribution. Uh, on, on the flip side, if you have a lot of losses this year because of COVID, then you, you may want to do it this year. So talk to your tax advisor, Vivian, but thank you so much for the question. Third question is from David T. of Sioux City, Iowa. Um, David, I hope you're staying warm. The Secure Act 2.0 includes a provision of moving the RMDH to 75. What are the changes? What are the chances this gets passed? Thanks again for doing the year-end tax planning webinar. Well, you're very welcome, David. Um, good question. This just got passed. Well, it didn't get passed. Uh, I should rephrase. It passed the House and Ways and Means Committee, um, formally adopt, basically adopted this uh, Secure Act 2.0. Um, it hasn't gone to a vote yet. It's not law. Uh, I'm not sure it's going to be. There's only a couple of weeks left in the year. But I think it will become law at some point next year under the Biden administration. There's bipartisan support for it. Secure Act 1.0 was back in December 2019 that, you know, I think added a, a really a number of really positive uh, aspects to uh, retirement tax planning. Number one, it moved the RMDH from 70 and a half to 72. It made it easier to set up 401ks. It added credits for 401ks. It did some stuff with uh, multiple employer plans for 401ks. It, it also... The one negative is it took away what's called a stretch IRA. Now, if you get an inherited IRA from a non-spouse, you have 10 years to pull it out before you were able to extend it over uh, beneficiary's life expectancy. So you're able to stretch it out. That that got removed. So Secure Act 2.0, one of the big things in Secure Act 2.0 was 
the idea of moving the RMD age from 72, which just got changed this year, to 75. Uh, again, what's the idea about moving the RMD age up is that, hey, people are living longer. It's let's give people the advantage of keeping money in their retirement plan so they could uh, take advantage of the power of deferral. Um, that's always a good thing. And, you know, we should give people the ability to do that. So obviously that's going to hurt uh, the revenue uh, from the treasury standpoint. Um, so who knows what they're going to do to compensate. They're going to have to maybe bring in some revenue raisers on that. Um, but it's it's possible. I think there's a good chance. Again, uh, the House and Ways and Means Committee introduced this uh, sequel to the SECURE Act back in October 27th. So um, I think Biden administration will be interested in doing something. Retirement plans are you know, not a hot topic, but they're a nice um, <clears throat> area where there can be some bipartisan support. It could be part of a larger bill. There's a chance it gets thrown into a larger spending bill, maybe even a stimulus bill at the end of the year. I doubt it gets into another stimulus bill, but who knows if there's some other bill that they stick it in. Um, but I think something like this does get passed uh, next year under a Biden administration. There's also a nice provision that will add higher catch-ups if you're over 60, um, something like 10,000 instead of the extra thousand. So there's some cool stuff in there, uh, but I think there's a good chance the RMD age, David, will go from 72 to 75 in the next couple of years, potentially even next year, which is a very good thing. You can always take RMDs, you can always take distributions after 59 and a half and not pay penalty, but this way the people that want to keep it in their plan and let it grow, take advantage of the power of deferral and compounded interest, they can do so. So thank you, David. Thank you, Vivian. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you, everyone, for all your support, um, especially everyone who listened to and watched my webinar, um, Retirement Tax Planning Tips. Um, check it out. You can go on to YouTube or um, get a video um, link to it, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Hopefully, it'll save you some money. Everyone else, thank you for making 2020 uh, as, as bright as can be under the circumstances. We got over a million minutes watched on YouTube had a record set for downloads on the podcast. So definitely appreciate you checking out AdMail. Definitely check out AdBits, which is a weekly podcast that I really enjoy doing that goes over a bit of detailed knowledge on a specific retirement self-directed topic. And then obviously Adam Talks, which is you know my biggest podcast I've been doing for a bunch of years. And uh, it tackles tax attorney's take on alternative assets, retirement planning, taxes, current events. It's, it's a lot of fun. So check it out. Uh, stay safe. Happy holidays. Um, I want to wish everyone a happy and healthy uh, holiday season. And hopefully 2021 is, is a lot brighter, um, safer, and more prosperous for all of us. So take care and uh, I'll talk to everyone again next week. Thank you. Thank you.